What's up, guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to This Week in Mediocrity. I am your mediocre host, Chris. Got quite a lot to talk about today. Uh, All sorts of stuff, really. I mean, got some gaming stuff, obviously, some entertainment stuff, social media stuff, and actually some other news stories that kind of piqued my interest this week. So without further ado, let's get into the mediocrity. It looks like EA as much as I hate them, and a lot of people hate them, rightfully so, has filed a trademark for Jade Empire, which is a Bioware game that came out on the original Xbox. Fucking amazing game. Uh, It is backwards compatible, and it is on the Xbox Store if you were looking to check that out. It has uh, RPG elements and is heavily based, I believe, in feudal Japan. So there is swordplay and some karate Really cool stuff. I played it a long time ago. I have not played it since it came out, so I can't really... I just remember it being a really kick-ass game, and if EA is filing for a trademark, they're either going to remaster it, remake it from the ground up, which would be ideal, or they're going to come out with a sequel. Granted, the trademark was for Jade Empire only, so, I mean, maybe we'll get a remaster. But if they really want to please people, they would do the remake. And honestly, this is a good thing for Bioware, because if EA is filing a trademark for Jade Empire and they make it, and it does well, they might finally give in and let Bioware do Knights of the Old Republic, which everybody fucking wants, obviously. In Nintendo Switch news here, we got a statement from somebody at Nintendo saying, it's preparing uh, at least one unannounced title for Switch in the uh, 2019 fiscal year, uh, April onward, so it won't be coming out until after April, so there's that. And then they said, and I quote, fans would be delighted to know. What would that be? Reply, thoughts. Reply reply with your thoughts, please. So there's a lot of talk, people saying Metroid Prime, but that's already been announced. We know this. Star Fox was also already announced. There's speculation that it's going to be a Metroid Prime trilogy, but it's just, they, uh, Nintendo's really wash, rinse, repeat with their IPs, which I get it, it works, it's worked for them for years, but to release a Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Switch, I mean, it would sell, but I don't think it's, like, the best idea. Uh, there's also speculation that uh, Overwatch might be coming to the Switch, which I don't think it would be that, per se, because it says fans would be delighted to know, and I don't think anybody who's, like, a real Nintendo fanboy would, like, be stoked for Overwatch to come to the Switch, so I doubt that's the case. I mean, who, who who really knows what it could be? Everything's speculation at this point, so I mean, I don't really have any I don't really have any thoughts or opinions on it because Nintendo has already spewed out its popular IPs on the Switch: Mario Party, Kart. Uh, they did a new Super Mario Bros. Ver- a game on there too. Obviously, Breath of the Wild, Zelda came out. Uh, Mario Odyssey. They've already announced Star Fox and Metroid Prime Four. Smash came out, so I really don't know what it could be i really i don't know and honestly i don't really care too much i don't have a switch it's still something to think about so i mean if you may have any information that i don't or you would like to drop what you think it may be uh go right ahead and feel free to do that so i want to talk about apex legends that is the battle royale game that is I guess you could say set in the Titanfall universe. It was created by the Titanfall uh, Titanfall developers Respawn. It is set in the Titanfall universe. It just, there's no Titans, no wall running. So, I mean, it's not Titanfall. So a lot of dumbasses are all commenting, ooh, I remember this one dude. 
is so stupid. He was like, no Titans, no wall running, not Titanfall. It's like, no shit, nobody fucking said it was Titanfall, you fucking idiot. Anyways, I'm getting kind of side sidetracked here because just people make me so fucking mad. Apex Legends was launched after the trailer debuted. Literally, trailer came, boom, it was fucking out on Xbox One, PS4, and, and Steam. Ready to fucking go, right? So, of course, I downloaded it, and I'll give you my opinions on it in a moment. Uh, it, it, it's got some pretty solid milestones, I'll say. Um, it had more than one million players in the first eight hours. Now, I'm pretty sure that's because it's just it's a battle royale. It's free. I forgot to mention that it is free. Obviously, microtransactions, but they're all cosmetic. As much as I fucking hate microtransactions, they are cosmetic. There are two characters that are locked behind a paywall, but they do. But they're all everybody's well balanced. It's not like you're gonna buy these characters and fucking destroy everyone. So it's, it's not like it's really, it's not pay to win, like people are trying to say it is, because it's definitely not. But like I said, 1 million players in the first 8 hours, 2 million in the first 24 hours, and within 72 hours, 10 million players. That's, it's insane. I got a link here from Gamebyte that says it was 4 times quicker than Fortnite. It got 10 million players 4 times quicker than Fortnite. Which brings me to my next little tidbit on Apex Legends. Fortnite is being advertised when you Google search Apex Legends. I swear. There's a screenshot here from .esports. It shows somebody, it says Apex Legends right in the Google search bar. You hit enter and at the very top where they have all the, where they always have like the sponsored links that people pay money for, it is a link to epicgames.com and it says Fortnite Battle Royale. Play Battle Royale free now, epicgames.com. This is fucking hilarious to me because obviously the guys over at Epic and the developers of Fortnite are fucking scared. And it really shows if they're going to put a sponsored ad for when you search Apex Legends on Google. I can't, (laughs) I can't believe it. Like, it's insane. I don't under, like, they must be really really fucking shaking in their their boots with their pickaxes in their hands if they're doing that type of shit. Positive news from the Battle Royale world involving Apex Legends. Uh, Player Unknown, who is obviously responsible for Player Unknown Battleground, PUBG, uh, he tweeted out, really great job by the team at Respawn. A fantastic launch with a great new take on the Battle Royale game mode, GGWP. Good game, well played. That is amazing. I res- that's so that, that's there's so much respect. He goes out of his way to make a tweet congratulating them while the fucking assholes at Fortnite put a sponsored ad on Google when you search their game. So if there's any more reason for you to fucking hate Fortnite, there's there's another reason. It's just it's just to me that is a really scummy thing to do. And I get business is business and whatnot, but that's just shitty. Now, I played about ten games. That's all I really had time to this week is played about ten games with some buddies. Obviously, it's it just launched, so there's going to be some issues. I personally didn't have any issues connecting, uh, except for when you leave a game. Sometimes it breaks up your party, which is a little annoying, but it's not like game-breaking, obviously. It's just a little minor inconvenience, so th- that's, that's not too bad. One gripe I do have is that when you play a game, there's only trios. You can only play in a group of three people, which sucks because... I have a lot of friends that play video games, and we all play together. And it's bad enough that people argue for a fourth spot, let alone a third spot. Like, fucking come on, what is that? There's not even duos, there's not solos, and there's no squad. 
So, I mean, hopefully they add that. A lot of people have been very vocal in the community about it. They want solos, duos, squads. Um, I do like their take on the Battle Royale genre. Same concept. Uh, when you're playing in trios, there's 20 teams total. Uh, you drop onto an island, and uh, the, 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 the survival zone shrinks as the, as, the, as the time passes in the game. I'm not going to call it the fucking storm, because it's not the fucking storm, okay? Christ. The survival area shrinks, like any other Battle Royale game. Each character has its own special abilities. Um, I, there's this one guy I pick, his name's Mirage. Uh, I can go, you know, when I play him, I can send out a decoy. I send my decoy out and he just runs across the battlefield. So if if the circle's getting smaller and you really want to know where somebody's at because you don't know any, you don't have any clue, you send your fucking decoy out, boom, shots start flying. So now you know where they're at. So it's easier to locate them. It's really cool. So that's his little special move he has. Everybody has a different one. I've only really played as him because I was just drawn to him and he's just a great character. He's all I've ever used now. And there's an ultimate, kind of like Overwatch. On Xbox anyway, it's, it's LBRB when you get it. Because it loads like Overwatch and you can use it more than once in the game. And like I said, every character has this. Every character has their special move and their ultimate move. So that's, it's really refreshing. It's very cool. Gameplay is very smooth. It's very easy to learn. And I think the best part about this game is the ping system. If you're wanting to look, or if you're like, and I've had this problem before playing PUBG and even Fortnite. Hey, I found a fucking shotgun over here. Come get it. Well, where is it? It's right here. But where? In Apex Legends, if you see the shotgun that you want your buddy to pick up because he needs one, look at that shotgun, press RB, and it highlights it on the map for him. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's very good for people who don't use mics because we've all been there. Joining a game by yourself and you get into a squad, no one has a mic, no communication whatsoever. Now, this ping can be used to point out weapons, med kits, any kind of armor, locations. Like if somebody on the mic says, where do you want to go? And you don't have a mic, point in the direction you want to go and ping. And that's that they'll know that's where you want to go. The ping is also used to identify enemies, kind of like Battlefield system, where you identify an enemy, you point them out, and they pop up for your team. Same concept here. So it's, it's 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 a very well put together, thought out battle royale game, and I suggest checking it out. It is free. It is out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Steam. One more thing I'd like to add: crossplay is definitely planned. They're definitely planning on adding it. So, and we all know Xbox and, and, and PC is going to be a breeze. PS4, not so much. So if you have PS4, I doubt they'll ever do it because they're assholes about it. So, Apex Legends, please fucking download that game. On, I play it on Xbox One. I'll probably download it on PC for my friends that are on PC. Um, if you want to play with me after a couple games, li I literally message my fucking page or my Twitter or anything. Say, yo, let's play some Apex Legends. I'm down. If, I, if, I, if I'm able to, I will play with you. Speaking of backwards compatibility, it looks like Microsoft is trying to bridge the gap between Xbox and Nintendo and even mobile. They want to expand Xbox Live to Nintendo Switch and to mobile devices. They are currently making the service compatible with iOS, Android, and Switch. And, you know, I think that's great. A lot of, a lot of people... On both sides, a lot of people on both sides, as in like Microsoft and Nintendo, are just being real assholes about the whole situation. Like the fans of, you know, each service. Nintendo fanboys are like, oh my god, we don't want fucking Xbox on our shit. And then Xbox guys like, oh my god, we don't want our shit on Nintendo. It's like, why? There's no, this isn't a fucking pissing contest, you guys. This is the future of the fucking gaming industry. <laughs> like, if this happens, this would be incredible. Because then it would open up tons of doors for Nintendo to have games on Xbox. 
which would be fucking nuts. Could you imagine playing Smash on your Xbox? That'd be amazing. And if this all goes through, that is that is a real possibility. If Xbox Live ends up on Switch, it could happen the other way around too. Like I said, this is all just talks. Microsoft is definitely making the service compatible, but there's nothing there's no nothing set in stone yet. But they are working on making it compatible with the Switch, iOS, and Android. So we'll see where that goes because that is very that's insane. That's to think about that is being a longtime gamer myself, that is something that I thought I would never see. But you know, the industry's been surprising me because I thought I'd never see the day where you get to play on Xbox with somebody who's on PC and PS4 and Nintendo Switch, because Fortnite did that. As much as I hate Fortnite, they did that. This could be the start of something incredible. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 is getting a remaster. And it's coming to Xbox One, PS4, and PC on March 29th. Um, a, a, lot of, a lot of people in my circle, that's their favorite Assassin's Creed. I'm not sure. It's, it's that or two. Two or three are like, they're always tied. For me, it was four. Black Flag was so fucking good with the, the pirate battles and shit. And the shanties when they're like singing while you're just sailing around the fucking Caribbean. That shit was fucking awesome. But a lot of people liked Assassin's Creed 3. I enjoyed it. It was very cool. It had a very weird twist. I'm not going to spoil it. But yeah, that's that's coming out, uh, like I said, on Xbox One, PS4, and PC uh, on March 29th. So that was actually just announced out of fucking nowhere this week. So I figured I'd toss it in. Got a couple things about GameStop here. You guys know how I love GameStop. It appears that GameStop now is not being bought out, unfortunately. I covered a couple weeks back, maybe it was three weeks now, about how they were going to be bought out and nobody knew who, what company was going to buy them out. Nobody knew. But apparently, uh, they're not being bought out now. So, there's that. Now, with the news of GameStop not being bought out, a rumor also surfaced that is complete fucking horseshit. Now, listen to this. And this is just a rumor that I heard and saw. Uh, it was actually a rumor on Cheap Ass Gamers... Facebook page, which if you don't know what cheap ass gamer is, you're missing out. Yeah, they find the best deals and compile them for you. So I have those motherfuckers liked on Facebook and I show their posts first, so I always know when to catch a deal. So this rumor comes from them. The credibility, not sure. But I have seen it in other places as well. The rumor is, and I hope you're sitting, I mean you probably are unless you're at a, on a fucking treadmill at the gym, which is good for you. You go. The rumor is if you pre-order a game at GameStop and don't pick it up within 30 days your pre-order turns into store credit yes store credit no you don't get a cash refund so if you're one of those crazy people that pays like $300 for a collector's edition and it sits there for 30 days which the only way I can see that happening is if you're in a fucking coma or something or you get into an accident and you're fucking bedridden in the hospital or some shit Within 30 days, your pre-order turns into store credit and some other asshole gets like, your collector's edition that you've been, you know, you've been wanting for so so long. They don't get it for free. They pay what you fucking pay to. But my point is, you go when you pre-order that for 300 bucks, you don't get it for whatever reason. GameStop sells your shit after 30 days to some other dickhead and you're stuck with store credit that you cannot get as a cash refund. That $300 that you forked over for that one game, collector's edition or whatever, cannot be given to you, cannot be refunded to you as cash. So now you have to spend $300 in GameStop. Essentially, they're fucking stealing. They're stealing from you. They are literally stealing money from you. Now, this is just a rumor. 
I didn't really look into it a whole lot. If you work at GameStop and you listen, please let me know if this is true or not. Because if this is true, I will never step foot in a fucking GameStop again. Because that is literally theft. So if you work at GameStop, and even if you want to remain anonymous, go right ahead. I need to know if this is fucking true or not. Uh, Funko, the pop vinyl company, which people go absolutely batshit crazy for. I was actually addicted to them at one point. Me and my wife had like... I know it's going to sound stupid, but we had like about a hundred, and that is very minuscule compared to some of the collections we've seen that are absolutely fucking insane. Um, They released a Pikachu Funko Pop over the summer. It was a Target exclusive for whatever reason, and this is something that I have been waiting for a long time. Pokemon Funko Pops. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, to just be able to have all original 151, even though I know that would never happen, they're only going to put out the hype train Pokemon, whatever, don't care. Still bought the Pikachu. They just announced that they're coming out with a Bulbasaur pop vinyl. So, you're goddamn right I'm getting that one too. Absolutely. Because then they're going to release Squirtle and then Charmander. And Charmander is my favorite Pokemon. Hopefully this Bulbasaur sells, which I'm sure it will. It'll sell faster than fuck. It'll be on eBay for fucking 60 bucks the next day because it'll be sold out everywhere else because scalpers are fucking scum. But I do have an inside guy. I have a couple inside guys, so I'm sure I'll get my Bulbasaur. Uh, either the day day of or day after for retail price, so I'm pretty excited about it. The release date on that Bulbasaur Funko Pop vinyl is to be announced. So we'll have to wait and see when that comes out. No big deal. The fact that they're making it is enough. And it's funny because because of the Funko Pop uh, vinyls, they have like little small beady eyes. It looks like a fucking ditto trying to be a Bulbasaur from the, from the fucking Pokemon anime. It's cute. I fucking love it and I'm gonna buy it. So don't say a fucking word to me. Entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. Boy, did we get a lot of fucking teasers during the Super Bowl. Fuck the Super Bowl. I hate football. But those teaser trailers, guys. Holy shit. Everything about the teasers were amazing. I'm I'm, I'm not going to go into like crazy ass fucking detail. But I will say my favorite ones were Toy Story 4, the Twilight Zone series, Jordan Peele's new movie, Us, that fucking movie looks crazy. I cannot wait to see that movie. The movie was like a mindfuck. And of course, the Marvel fanboy in me. The Captain Marvel teaser and the Avengers Endgame teaser. Hmm. Man. Watching that Avengers Endgame teaser is like going to a Chinese buffet. You fucking, you you go there and you know it's going to be so good and you get some. It's just a little bit. But man, you keep going back for more. Like, you literally keep going back. You can't fucking stop. I've watched the teaser like 30 times already. Trying to pick it apart. You just keep going back for that motherfucker though, don't you? There is a still going around. It's a huge rumor. That they edited somebody out of the trailer. And it does look like it. There's a scene where some of the Avengers are walking through a field. I want to say it's Cap, Widow, Thor, and maybe Rhodes. War Machine, maybe? And there's a suspiciously open space between two of them. Kind of like how they added uh, Spider-Man in post for Civil War. I think that's what they're doing here, honestly. It's a huge rumor and a huge conspiracy theory. Um, I personally think that it's it's Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. That's what I think it is. I think, I think that's who that is, because as obvious as it fucking is, because at the end of Infinity War, Fury hit his fucking time travel pager, and it was the Captain Marvel logo. Obviously, she's going to save the fucking day, but they didn't really want to give that away like that right now for all the casual fans. All the casual fans want to be fucking surprised and have a good movie going experience where all of us fucking psychopaths are over here like, oh my God, I know it's Carol Danvers. Holy fuck. 
They were like trying to pick it apart and try to fucking figure the movie out before it even comes out. That's us psychopaths, you know? That's just how we are. I happen to think it's Carol Danvers. I think Captain Marvel's gonna end with her going to the future or some shit to save the day. So we'll see how that turns out. Also in Avengers Endgame news, it has a three-hour runtime. Thank fuck. Give me that juicy-ass three-hour runtime. I'll take it every time, especially if it's a movie that's in the MCU. And I know a lot of you listening are going to agree with me because everybody's fucking flipping shit for Marvel movies, man. It's such a... What a time to be alive, dude. Great times. Now, there is a rumor that it's three hours long, which is awesome. But there's also a rumor that coincides with this three-hour runtime, which I do not agree with. And that rumor is that they may include a fucking intermission. Ugh. What? An intermission? Okay. First of all, if you're as much of a fucking psycho like I am, if you get a large pop that's like a fucking bucket from the movie theater, it's like $39. (laughs) If you, get a, if you get that large pop, nine times out of ten, that motherfucker's gone before, like, just when the Marvel logo rolls across the fucking screen, that pop is gone. Do you get up to get a refill? Fuck no. When your bladder is about to fucking explode and you know there's at least another 45 minutes left in the movie, do you get up? Fuck no, you don't. And if you do, shame on you. This intermission is a bad fucking idea. And here's why. It's bad enough. When you... When you're responsible... When you're a responsible moviegoer... And you get to the movie on time... You see all the previews in the beginning... You're sitting cozy... And you're like... You're like 10 minutes into the movie... And some fucking dickhead... Comes in with like 6 kids... And he's late... And you're like... What the fuck is going on? They're all in front of you... Moving around... Walking in front of you... You can't see fucking shit... Those people are assholes. And this is the reason why I don't think an intermission is a good idea. Because there are going to be assholes that come back from that intermission late. They're going to be late coming back from it because they had to go outside and smoke a cigarette or they had to go fucking do something and they don't pay attention to how long they've been gone. Next thing you know, you're 10 minutes in post-intermission and there's people coming in, making a fucking racket, getting in your way, completely fucking up your experience. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to agree with me on this, that I think intermission is a bad fucking idea. No way should that be happening. Luckily, it is a rumor. Hopefully it's not true, because I'll be pretty fucking pissed if it is. Disney tossed a little, a little enchilada, or should I say chimichanga, out for us this week. They said that they will keep making R-rated comic movies... Uh, along the likes of Deadpool and Logan. So everybody who was out there talking shit, saying, oh, Disney, wow, Disney bought Fox. They'll never, ever have R-rated movies ever again. They fucking ruined Deadpool. Oh, my God. Wrong. Fucking wrong. Disney released a statement this week saying that they will continue to make R-rated comic book movies involving Deadpool and Logan. So if you're one of those fucking pricks that said that, fuck you in your face, bitch. Now, this is, this is interesting. I don't know if I really want this. Part of me wants this, part of me doesn't. But the head honcho over at ABC wants a Lost reboot. Now, I'm a huge fan of Lost. My cousin Matt is a fucking super fan of Lost. He has like a whole, he has a full fucking sleep tattoo of like Lost related shit. It's badass. But 
Do we want a reboot? Is it, has it been long enough to do a reboot? Because clearly Hollywood doesn't give a fuck anymore. If they're rebooting Suicide Squad and just fucking came out two years ago. There's no statute of limitation for reboots anymore. So now obviously that doesn't matter. Do we want a lost reboot? Personally, man, that's hard. That's hard to answer. I need, I definitely need somebody to weigh in on this that's a bigger fan than me. Like, don't get me wrong. I fucking love everything about Lost. Fucking bawled my eyes out. Never mind. I don't want to fucking spoil anything if nobody's seen it. Never mind. Shh. I didn't say anything about blowing my eyes out. I'm a fucking man. I don't cry. Okay. Let me get back to reality. I guess I'm going to call you out, Matt, because I know you're going to listen to this. Do you want a Lost reboot? Because... Your opinion is probably the only opinion I'll take on this because you're a fucking psycho. So, do you want a Lost reboot? Let me know. We got a Child's Play reboot. Fuck my life. That's going to be like the fucking word of the year, isn't it? Reboot. The Child's Play reboot, and people are calling it a trailer. Definitely a teaser because it was only like fucking 30 seconds long. I didn't really feel it. To be honest, I watched it a couple times to try to get a feel for it, and I couldn't feel it. Now, Aubrey Plaza isn't it. Good golly. Do I love me some Aubrey Plaza. She's in it. She plays the mom. But it looks like they almost went, like, some kind of weird robot, like, sentient robot, like, way with this. I don't, I don't know. It's still called a buddy, buddy doll, but it's with an I. Very odd. That's, that's a standout to me. I don't know what's going on with that, first of all. Second of all... They didn't even show Chucky in the trailer. They showed his little fucking dumb arm with a knife in it. They didn't show his full body or anything like that. And third of all, the company that pitches the Buddy Doll looks like some massive tech corporation that was started in fucking Silicon Valley. Which leads me to believe it is some kind of fucking weird robot thing. I don't know if there is a synopsis out on it currently. I don't don't really feel like looking right now, but... As of right now, I don't think I want it. But if any new anything new happens within now and next Saturday, like if a synopsis gets released or something, or there's another trailer, then I'll definitely be talking about it. But I don't know if I want to see it. it. Just looks really... Man, reboots really lost their fucking touch, eh? I guess the only really successful reboot has been... The Jurassic Park series, right? Because, I mean, the Jurassic Park 3 came out in 2002, and then Jurassic World came out, you know, like, fucking 15 years later, or some shit. That was, that's doing well. It's made billions of dollars, right? Fallen Kingdom was great. I loved it. Had a sick-ass ending. And actually, today, Chris Pratt put a statement out saying that, that Jurassic World 3 is exactly what we're going to think it is. Then ties into the ending of Fallen Kingdom, so... If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Fucking awesome. I don't want to spoil it because I hate spoilers myself. Though I really want to talk about it. I'm not going to because it's still kind of a fresh movie. So I won't say anything. Chris Pratt did say that Jurassic World 3 is going to be exactly what we want and exactly what we expected. So that's exciting to hear. And you know how I always end my entertainment news, ladies and gentlemen. 27 days until Captain Marvel, 76 days until Avengers Endgame, 146 days until Spider-Man Far From Home. These movies cannot come out any sooner. Let's take a look at this week's news. Like, stories that come up that don't involve, you know, entertainment per se and video games or social media. This is this is just like the news news. I really haven't done this since the first episode. But I found some shit this week that piqued my interest. The first one, I'm sure everybody has seen it. 21 Savage was arrested by ICE agents 
For those who don't know, ICE stands for Immigration and Customs Enforcement, meaning that they deport people for having expired visas or people that are here legally. Somehow, 21 Savage got wrapped up in some shit where ICE was going after another rapper, don't know his name, don't care, and it just so happens that 21 Savage, the hip-hop artist that has been representing Atlanta and like every fucking song he, he, he raps about and writes about, which, let me go off on a tangent here, I love 21 Savage, I think his music's great, he's not the best lyrically, but motherfucker goes hard, makes good-ass music. Come to find out, 21 Savage was born in Britain, in the United Kingdom, and he's been here on an expired visa for the last 14 years. Apparently he moved here when he was 12. Like, I don't know what to think, that's fucking insane. Like this whole time I thought he was, was an American dude that was from Atlanta, and he's from the fucking UK. What the fuck? Now, people did a lot of digging and there were a couple tweets from like two or three years ago saying 21 Savage is from the UK, I can't believe it. But people are trolls on the internet. I'm kind of a troll myself sometimes and people make shit up. And that's what was, that we, that's what was assumed that that happened. But no, expired visa. He's getting deported. And that fucking kind of sucks because he has like three kids, you know? I can't. I want to sympathize, but, like, dude, you're a fucking millionaire. You can't sort shit out and fix, get, make sure your fucking visa's good, bro. Like, come on. I understand maybe growing up in Atlanta might have been poor, couldn't do it then. But now you're a millionaire. I, like, I just, I don't know. You had to, just, like, think about your kids when you're in that situation. You know what I'm saying, man? Like, fuck. That's, yeah, that's enough of that. So, picture this. You want to go on a jog, right? <laughs> you go on a jog, and everything's cool. And then you get this sneaking suspicion that something's, like, trailing you. Like, watching you. You know, you, everybody has that sixth sense where they're like, oh, fuck. You turn around, there's someone behind you. You just knew that they were there. Or you get that sixth sense when you know somebody's staring at you and you look and they fucking look away real quickly. They weren't staring, but you know. So just imagine you're running down a trail, enjoying the fucking Colorado weather. And you get that sneaking suspicion that either something is behind you or something's watching you. So you stop and you turn around and there's a fucking 80-pound mountain lion staring you down. Okay? What do you do? I want to know what you would do. I would shit my pants and then just take it. I just know I would die. I have no cardio. <laughs> I can't run for shit. And when you run, it's going to be faster than you. What do you do? I would just lay there and just let it fucking maul me to death because there's really nothing I could do <laughs> at that point. But this motherfucker, <laughs> this man, it doesn't say his name. Yeah, no, it doesn't say his name. When he was attacked by an 80-pound mountain lion... This motherfucker choked it to death with his bare fucking hands. Put the motherfucker in a sleeper hold, Bob Backlund style, and fucking killed it. I want to know what this man looks like. There's no mention of his name and no picture. I need to know if this man looks like Dwayne The Rock Johnson or fucking Lex Luger. Like 1994 Lex Luger. <laughs> Not Lex Luger now. Because he fucking survived he killed a mountain lion with his bare hands i'm sitting here with my like my head kind of down with my hand on my head just trying to ponder how i would react in a situation like that and it definitely would not be to try to choke the motherfucker because it's 80 pounds and it's a murdering machine and it's like trying to kill you it's trying to murder you <laughs> he sustained serious injuries but he got himself to the hospital because fuck paying for an ambulance because healthcare is really expensive. He said, fuck that, I'm gonna take it myself. 
He did have serious injuries, but none of them were life-threatening. Can't say the same about that fucking mountain lion, though. Choked him out. Fucking sleeper hold. That mountain lion's at the fucking rainbow bridge now, dude. (laughs) Fucking Christ. So there's this dude in Canada. He really wanted a personalized license plate for whatever reason. I I never understood that. I knew a couple people that had him. It's like, I guess you would want it so people knew that it was you driving your car. I don't know. I, don't, I never really understood it. Whatever. Not, 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 not part of... Whatever. Fuck it. His name is Dave Osman. Okay? He has been prohibited from putting his last name on his license plate. But I guess he's trying to fight the ban, right? Now, I haven't told you the best part about this whole situation. <laughs> I can't... Dude, the way this article, this article is really funny. It's my last name. I've always had it. The Saskatchewan resident told CBC. I'm not ashamed of it. There's nothing bad about it. For Osman, his name carries a proud legacy. His great-grandfather, and Osman himself, would help other farmers during hard times. Farmers would come in early 30s and they borrowed money from him, Osman said. Instead of him foreclosing on their land, he just forgave it or let them pay when they could. Here's the problem, Mr. Osman. Your last name is spelled Assman. <laughs> Which is really funny when you read it as Assman because the line for Assman, his name carries a proud legacy. His great grandfather, an Assman himself, <laughs> would help other farmers during hard times. <laughs> So, Mr. Assman, we're sorry we cannot let you put Assman. Whether the pronunciation is... I mean, to be honest, the pronunciation here is just... It's A, unfortunate, and B, irrelevant. Because, I mean, if anybody sees that, they're going to say, Oh, Assman, haha, what's up, dude? Yeah. Badass Billy Gunn, Assman, Mr. Ass, what's good? But no. It's pronounced Osman, O-S-S-M-E-N. But it's spelled Assman, A-S-S-M-A-N. Who is going to be able to differentiate that? No one. So stop fighting it. You're stupid. Fucking awesome last name. Stupid fight. You're going to lose it. Give it up. (laughs) So I guess um, this mediocre host has to salute you, Mr. Assman. Thank you for trying it. Thank you for the story. What a good story you gave us. Appreciate you. Moving forward to social media news. Uh, Whether you watched the Super Bowl or you saw ESPN's retweet of the failed field goal, you could see Sub 2 PewDiePie in the background. A uh, bunch of dudes wearing t-shirts. That spelled it out. That would be Mr. Beast and his friends. <laughs> he said we'd see PewDiePie at the Super Bowl and he didn't lie. A lot of people thought it was going to be a $5 million ad, which would have been fucking bonkers. But it was just some white t-shirts with, uh, you know, Sub 2 PewDiePie on it. Pretty impressive stuff. Uh, ESPN retweeted the missed field goal. And it was right there in the background, like, perfectly to see. And, like, ESPN's Twitter was just fucking littered with everyone saying stuff to PewDiePie. It was, it was amazing. It was great. It was really cool. I'm glad that uh, they did that. Um, I remember a couple weeks ago I talked about Machinima removing all of its content on YouTube. Uh, well, they are done. Machinima is officially closed. And it is done. Which sucks, because they made a lot of really good videos. They weren't the best game review channel or anything like that, but... They definitely had a lot of videos that I remember seeing like 10 years ago, maybe maybe more than 10 years ago. So, sad day for Machinima fans and Machinima's employees because all 81 of them are losing their jobs, apparently. Hopefully they bounce back and find something similar to the line of work they were doing at Machinima. So, good luck to all of you, 
at Machinima. The world record egg, talked about that I think on the first episode, had the most likes on a, any in any Instagram post. Well, it started, the egg started cracking, and it finally cracked. And the reason why it cracked was the pressure of social media. It says, hi, I'm the world record egg. You may have heard of me. Recently, I've started to crack. The pressure of social media is getting to me. If you're struggling to talk to someone, we got this. For more info, visit talkingegg.info. So I thought it was really cool. They're promoting mental health awareness. They're using their platform. They do have 10 million followers. And a whole lot of likes on their egg pictures. So, Like I said, I thought it was maybe an ARG or some kind of promotion for something. But I, I guess I was right because it's promoting mental health. And I really think that's amazing. So if you're not already following world, world underscore record underscore egg, go give them a follow on Instagram. Well deserved. Um, there's some pretty heavy beef going on between Jake Paul and Soldier Boy. Two people I cannot fucking stand. But I gotta talk about it anyway because I want to give my opinion on it because I think it's all publicity stunt. They had an argument on Instagram and it just looked it looked so fake to me. I don't know. Soldier Boy looks like a fake ass motherfucker, which he is. And Jake Paul just knows how to get money out of people. So apparently, allegedly, they have real life beef, and now Jake Paul wants to box Soldier Boy. Cause that's all YouTube is anymore, right? You fucking get a beef with someone, it's not diss tracks anymore, it's boxing. Let's fucking box each other. They're just using that as an excuse to hug. They're going to get in the clinch and they're going to hug and they're going to love it. They just want to hug each other. Just just hug each other, guys. You don't have to fucking hold a multi-million dollar boxing match for that. So that's my thoughts on that. I think it's just a big bullshit publicity stunt to, to make both of them money. We all know Soldier Boy needs that money because he's pumping out those fake-ass fucking game consoles and bullshit Apple Watch knockoffs. So we definitely know Soldier Boy needs it. So I'm sure he's collabing with Jake Paul to start a fake beef to hold a multi-million dollar boxing pay-per-view, which I don't think a lot of people would buy. Maybe. I don't know. I'd hope not. But we also said that about the uh, KSI versus Logan Paul. That broke lots of YouTube records. So I guess we'll have to see where that goes. Um, I got some news here in Twitch. Not Twitch doesn't really come up a lot, but when it does, it's definitely worth talking about. Now, there is a Twitch streamer, I almost called her a Twitch thought, just have it, <laughs> fuck, named Helen Alive. Um, she got perma-banned, permanently banned, because she said there are only two genders. That is why she got permanently banned from Twitch. That means, if, you di- if you're not aware, that means she loses all of her followers, all of her subscribers... All of her videos, all of her clips, everything is gone. Because she decided to say that there are only two genders. And all I'm going to say about that is I disagree with Twitch for banning her. That's all I'm going to say. Because like I said, this is not a place for politics. And as much as I would love to talk about this, ladies and gentlemen, boy oh boy, I will not. So I'll leave it up to you. What do you guys think? you think this is horseshit that Twitch permanently banned her for saying that there are only two genders? Or do you think it's okay? Let me know. You, you guys let me know. I would love to know your opinions. So PewDiePie got real, real, real desperate in the battle against T-Series. He decided to stream Fortnite <laughs> for the first time he's ever played Fortnite. He streamed it. And it amassed 300,000 viewers. And at the time he was streaming, that was 100,000 more viewers than all the Fortnite streamers combined at the time of the stream. And all he did was play his first game of Fortnite. And... Unfortunately, it's not working because you know how I like to end this social media section. Right now, PewDiePie has 85,625,000 subscribers. And Rising, T-Series, 
has 84,561,000 and steadily rising. This is probably the closest it's ever been. This is nuts. We have to get Felix to 100 million. I don't know how many times I have to fucking say it, guys. So everyone needs to do their part. Subscribe to PewDiePie. Tell other people to subscribe to PewDiePie. I need you to go on other people's phones. Legally, do not steal phones. Do not do that. But if you're at a party and you knew everybody at the party, you're like, hey, guys, whip out your phone. You know, go to your YouTube. Are you subscribed to PewDiePie yet? No, do it. That's how this shit has to go. We need them to... To stay in the lead and get to 100 million. That's the goal. Thank you for, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Your dedication means the world to me. Now allow me to do a little bit of what I like to call self-promotion. I am on Facebook. Facebook.com slash This Week in Mediocrity. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat all. TWIM Podcast. No space. Changed the Instagram name to match the Twitter and the Snapchat name. So now everything's the same. Almost, kind of. Except for Facebook. YouTube channel in the works, which brings me to my next point. If you would like your gameplay showcased on my videos, or if you would like to be included in the outro, send your clips or voice clips to my email, which is thisweekinmediocrity at gmail.com. Now, in regards to the video game clips, uh, when I start my YouTube channel, I would like for the listeners that are on YouTube to be able to look at something while they listen. And I feel like a logo or even like one look, one, something that moves, you know, a looped video is just not enough. Because I personally, when I watch other channels, they have gameplay going on in the background. And it's really, it's really good to look at. It's like, it's, it's just something, there's something about looking at that while listening to this that just stimulates the brain a certain way. And I feel like my listeners deserve more than just a logo on the screen. So that's the plan. That's why I need the gameplay. I'm going to record my own gameplay. It's going to take some time. I don't have a lot of time to do like anything, so it, it's planned. So just need a little startup footage if you want to send it my way. At, and that again, the email is thisweekinmediocrity at gmail.com. So until next week, shut your mouth, get fucked, and stay mediocre. Thank you for tuning into. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. 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 Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity. This week in mediocrity.